And so we want to talk about invisibility a little bit. What is invisibility and why do we want to talk about it? So an invisibility we probably all heard of in movies and things like that. Invisibility cloak, invisible car. Uh, uh, what, what kind of invisibility is that? So it's actually interesting to, uh, uh, to, to break down. Let's try to break it down. So what it mean for a car to be invisible? What is there to a car? If we really try to break it down into the components, we see that we have the term car, which obviously can be said in a different language, or we can make up any any uh, which word we want for it. We can say shmar, bar, jajar, whatever, blah, blah, whatever we want. But it, it has to refer to something other than just the term. Right? The term isn't isn't going to do it for us. So uh, we we come to uh, the the object uh, that what we wish to designate it with that term. What do we have there? We have. Uh, seemingly just one package, but again, we can really break it down. We have, first of all, a site, meaning that content which disappears, or that content that we, uh, in our mind, is in connection with the term car, that disappears should we close our eyes. Uh, uh, not necessarily that uh, anything more than that, because uh, you know it doesn't mean that it, it, the most important thing about it is that we have eyeballs, but the, it just to, to indicate that content we see, whatever it is that disappears when we close our eyes, that vanishes and is replaced by darkness or at least a darker state, uh, uh, when we close our eyes, that, uh, there's that component of it, the sight component. But that's not the car itself, because if we just had a holographic car, or we just look at a picture of a car, it's not a car either. So what else do we have? We have the touch sensations, uh, meaning that which we can uh, we can come up to it, and, and we can see that we do not pass through uh, a certain area, uh, even if it's invisible, even if we don't see anything, even if we're blind, actually, right? We, if, even if we're blind, we see we're walking, uh, hopefully the car is obviously still and, and parked, but all of a sudden we can't pass through it. We can, we have to go around. So there's that component of it. And then further potential touch experiences, such as that of the handle and that of the steering wheel and that of the seat, feeling that we can sit down, but that's also not the car, right? Touch sensations. Why is that? That's just our hand squeezes around the, the steering wheel. What is that? The car, that touch sensation. It's also not the car. So what else do we have? We have uh, a given uh, notion that uh, there's a... a uh, a metallic uh, object, a metallic uh, instance, a, a visual extension, and, and uh, kind of uh, uh, also impenetrability, right, concerning touch sensations that we can get into uh, and we can sit within the, the, the confines of this uh, uh, piece of metal and it can take us at far greater, at a far greater rate to somewhere than we would be able to get to, excuse me, without it. Usually it might slow down so much if it breaks, but uh, usually generally speaking, or if we really slow it down. So, for instance, uh, I have the concept that uh, if I wanted to get from here to the supermarket uh, that's a certain distance away from my place of living, it would take me uh, uh, such time as, as uh, in the span of which uh, the, the sun would get dark, right? Maybe I, I live so far from it, even no matter how early I start, I would have to walk and walk and walk. And, and, and the sun would get dark. Now, if I get into this piece of metal and, and I get to, uh, I hit the pedal to the metal and I get there, uh, I get there within uh, a much, much lesser span of time. We just don't use the word time because then what's time? It's uh, I get there before while the sun is still out and then I get back and the sun is still out and I have plenty of opportunity to do things before the sun goes down. So in that way, it increases the, the, the potential rate of motion that I, uh, I can be privy to. Uh, there's that, and then there's other notions, such as the brand, what kind of company made this? Do I have to exchange a lot of my earnings in, in uh, a lot of the value I've created for the world in order to get the value of this car? For example, if it's a, a Beamer, a Benz, or a Bentley, or, or a good one that's not that too used and stuff, or um, is it uh, uh, not worth much at all, and maybe I just have to work for a week? 
uh, uh, depending on what job I have and I might be able to afford it. So there's that part of it. Then if I own it, there's that concept. Have I, uh, do I have a slip of uh, have a contract that I've signed? Uh, figured out the what is it the APR the the loan the or is it a lease maybe uh, uh, what's the situation there with ownership and with usage uh, do I have insurance do I have registration is it certified or um, whatever it is is it inspected all, right, all these different things now if I know more about cars I have the notion of an engine I have the notion of uh, brakes and of the steering system and of the maybe the AC system, all these different things. So how does that all hold together though? Where is the, the car, right? Because again, the car is not the touch sensations. It's not the sight sensations. It's not a, a, any one of those concepts by themselves, such as an increased rate of motion. That's not a car, right? Uh, uh, an engine is not a car either. A steering wheel is not a car either. What What is the car? What do we mean by the term car? So we would say that we mean all of that together, depending on our situation, on, uh, on the content in our mind by the term car, meaning we can think of it perhaps as a cluster, just like a magnet is uh, uh, brings together a bunch of paper clips potentially. We bring together uh, a bunch of attributes around some or another salient utility, such as to get us somewhere, meaning for, or maybe aesthetics, maybe it's a collectible, but there's some basic understanding that we have of what, uh, uh, what something is or what it's doing for us, but that's not it in itself. Again, the increased rate of motion is not it in itself. Value is not it in itself. But around that are different attributes. And when we have a sufficient number of these attributes, uh, we probably can't go without the, the touch sensations. We can go without the sight. If we're blind, we can still have a car, even if we don't look at it, right? So we can go without the sight. We probably can't go without the touch sensations because we need what we call matter. We need extension of that sort. Uh, but uh, it, basically, it's it's kind of a, it's not set. Uh, what, what's a car to me is not a car to you. What's a car to you is not a car to me. It all depends on our desires, on our expectations, on our knowledge, and, and, and so many things. So what would it mean? We kind of went a little bit too much here based off of uh, just the needs of what the topic we were discussing. What would it mean for a car to be invisible? It would mean that the, strictly the sight uh, the aspect of the, the cluster that we hold is, is gone and yet the idea of the car remains and presumably the touch sensations too but most of all the, the, the concept remains uh, and further we position it in a particular place because otherwise we could say there's invisible cars everywhere right why is there not an invisible car in every possible spot on top of a tree in the clouds right why uh, so we would say it has to be uh, in, a, in a particular position a particular space that we would perceive as empty, we, ident we would identify as having uh, the, uh, the, the possibility or being the, there where we need to direct our efforts in order to have the uh, additional uh, or other experiences that we mean by the term car. For example, getting in uh, and driving and, and such. Again, such as in a movie, James Bond or whatnot. So that's how we can define invisible car. But what about invisibility in a broader sense? So we'd say, right, it, 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 something can only be invisible when there's a, a broader uh, part of it and yet where there's a wider, something has a wider existence, but a certain aspect of it, for example, the visual is not uh, 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 apprehended or, or something else is apprehended other than, than it. Uh, and that's what we would call invisible. Otherwise, it, we, would, we wouldn't say anything at all. We can't, what does non-existent mean, except relatively speaking, for example, I don't see a car. A car right now is non-existent, but that means that I do refer to something with the term car, and then what I see is, is other than what I refer to with that term, which is a conception of visualization or something like this. But, um, so we, we wouldn't call that invisible. Excuse me. We would call that absent or relatively non-existent. Uh, so invisible means it is there, but it's there's a, a part of it is not perceived in a certain way. Uh, again, say by sight. So here, what, what we're going to apply the concept to is 
Her own self. Uh, uh, what does it mean that uh, we ought to strive to be invisible uh, to ourself? Right? Uh, so, so here the idea would be that, uh, or way to think about it perhaps is that we say that um, a healthy body is, is uh, uh, for example, is invisible to us. Or we ought to strive for it to be invisible to us. And here, taking the concepts from the invisible car, we say that it means we have a body. We have the idea of a body. But it is so healthy, hopefully, that we do not, it, it, it does not cross into our conscious experience, at least more than, than strictly necessary. For example, I do have to eat. Occasionally, I feel my stomach, right? Occasionally, I feel this and that. But my, by and large, I feel invisible. And what's the benefit of this? Meaning, again, my back doesn't hurt. My stomach isn't too full or too empty. I can breathe right. I can, uh, all these things. I don't have any scratches, any itches. All right, I feel I'm not too hot, not too cold. What's the benefit of this? The benefit is that we would say, <clears throat> excuse me, there's something higher than the body. There's a higher good than the body. There's something which can satisfy us more than just the body. If there wasn't, then presumably we wouldn't want uh, the body to be invisible because it would be uh, our, our good in itself. But because we say there's something higher, for example, I'm talking to a person that what's higher is is to have a, a adequate interaction as opposed to me constantly thinking, oh, my stomach, oh, my back, right? Now I'm distracted. I want to communicate some kind of message. I want to, maybe I'm a teacher. I want to teach at my preschool class. Uh, and, and yet I'm thinking about my lower back, right? What is that, fun? Ah, my lower back, right? I'm in a, a, a nice, uh, sharing a nice walk with my significant other and, and my foot is hurting so much. That's all I can think about, right? And so that's not the ideal because there's higher things. Uh, our relationships, uh, our pursuits, our professional life, our personal life, all these things. And the body is a vehicle uh, to uh, to accomplish that. It's a means to accomplish it, but it's not the end. And if uh, the body is very visible, then we say it's a problem because it's, it's brought to our attention. Again, stomach hurts or something like this. Or conversely, if uh, we make the, our body the central focus of of our existence, and now I have to get another surgery. Uh, I, I don't like my body image. I have to eat more or less. Again, we do that. We do everything we need to do, but for the sake of getting our body invisible. Let me eat enough so that I'm not thinking about my body. Let me have a proper body weight so I'm not thinking of my body. Let me be fit enough and even muscular enough as, as appropriate as I want so that I'm not thinking constantly, am I too big, am I too small? Let me just make myself invisible so that I can focus on better things. And such as, uh, again, my, my job, my personal life, all day. We get the point. So the idea would be that uh, what we call ourself uh, might stand in relation to our, our real self and our real interest in the same way that our body does. Meaning uh, that it's just a vehicle. It's just a means to, to, to uh, exist in the, in the world and to do things. But it is not the highest end. Meaning what we call, for example, um, excuse me, what we call uh, uh, our sense of self uh, in this kind of, uh, a very distinct way, uh, uh, the, 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 the way that we feel when we become self-conscious, right? For example, we're embarrassed and all of a sudden we are uh, very acutely aware of ourselves. We were in a room, nice and quiet, right? We, we, we maybe, ah, right, maybe we're, uh, we go to an event, we're listening to, uh, to a lecture, we're listening, we're at a concert, we're listening to a song and, and we forget about ourselves and it feels great. We're just focused on the ideas, we're focused on the music, we're rocking out, right? And uh, then all of a sudden, maybe the speaker or the musician points to us, uh, as occasionally occurs in concerts right now. Obviously, you might be very flattered, it might be uh, a, a, a pride, but we might be embarrassed, we might be uh, introverts, and we don't like that. So now all of a sudden, uh, now I'm very, very aware of myself. Uh, as opposed to being aware of the topic or the music, I'm aware of myself, and everybody's looking at me, and I feel uh, it doesn't feel good. 
So, or for example, um, you know, uh, I'm very, I walk around and constantly I feel a sense of anxiety. I feel a sense of fear. I feel a sense of insecurity. I feel a sense of, of pride and vanity. So we would say those are all unhealthy visibilities of ourself. And the healthy variant would be to be invisible, but not because ourself truly disappears in, in each and every possible way. But because just like with the car, the invisible car doesn't truly disappear. If there were such a thing, we're just talking about movies now, really. But it doesn't truly disappear. It's still right there to serve the person, but it's just not in the sight is, is away. So here will be the same thing. All of the, the, the baggage, the things that are getting in, in our way of really truly pursuing truth and, and goodness, and all these, these lofty high things, that, that should be then out of the way. We shouldn't see it. And we should be as if we're not there, right? So for example, I'm a teacher. I'm just teaching my class. And the only thing that exists for me in my experience is the content that I'm teaching and the good uh, and the interest of the students and the students themselves. That's what exists. And I'm serving as a conduit of sorts uh, for the knowledge as it concerns the students. Right? But now I get self-conscious. I begin to think uh, about summer vacation. I begin to think about, am I getting paid enough? All of a sudden, that that's, excuse me. That vibe is gone. <laughs> that that connection is cut, and and I'm and I'm just conscious of myself. I'm uh, interacting with with my significant other. Right, my goal is to 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 forget about myself, to totally merge with the other person, for to make their uh, life my life, my life their life in the healthy way. That is, right, not in the the way of I'm going to call you every second in the healthy way, uh, but that now. I'm thinking, oh, maybe this person is uh, goodness forbid uh, being unfaithful, right? Maybe, maybe a divorce, goodness forbid, is 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 appropriate. So now I'm very, very conscious of myself and my interest as opposed to your interest. It's no longer just me and you here together, uh, one and one and two, two and one. It's no longer that. Uh, it's now more so that I'm me with my interest. I'm here. I have to be suspicious of you. I have to be careful about what I say. I have to be careful about wh- whether or not I leave my bank account open on the computer, right? And we're, we, is that a, is that that uh, fun? Is that what we're after? No, right? The same thing with, with our kids. Uh, uh, we're invisible. We, we simply are thinking about the, the good of our kids. We love our kids so much we forget about ourselves. We we merge our being with theirs and our interest with theirs. They're, they're uh, blended uh, t- together. They flow uh, flow into a single hole to so say. Well, again, this is the way I want to get to that actually, retaining some degree of individuality. But um, uh, nonetheless, we forget. But now, let's say our kid frustrates us or embarrasses us or something. This and now we feel a very distinct sense of self, like I'm me and you're you, and, and, and your interests contradict my interest. Potentially, you're making me look bad. So I'm very visible, and, and it's not fun at all. And the goal is to to, to, to uh, get back to that state of invisibility. We would say, but right, we would say, but what's the degree of individuality that ought to be retained? Uh, because we don't want to. Uh, if, if there's no car at all, okay, it's one thing it's an invisible car. Another thing, if there's no car present, then we're not going to be driving anywhere. So here maybe it's the same idea. It's one thing to uh, be invisible in the sense of not feeling our psychology, not feeling hopefully our body. But even if we feel our body, we have back pain, we can still be invisible. Psychologically, feeling so uh, kind of uh, connected w- with truth and so confident in our in our place in the world and in, a, in our relationship with truth at any given moment that uh, we're, we're not again, conscious of ourself in this kind of ingratiating way, right? That's one thing. Another thing is for there to not be uh, uh, capacities, to not be a coherent self at all for, for, for it to be invisible, just like with the car, actually, right? For there to not be a car. So here, that what, what that would look like is, is if a person uh, does not go through the proper steps 
not to suggest that it's a person chooses that or it's their fault in some kind of way of, of uh, kind of where, where it's not. But unfortunately, these things occur and, and maybe on occasion we do have some, it does have something to do with our choices and maybe we can do something about it. So when we don't go through the, the proper steps to build ourselves up and to really develop ourselves, we can't really make ourselves invisible because we're not going to really have a self to make invisible. It has to be a, a choice. We have to be invisible because we have connected with truth so much that there's none of that subjectivity, that separation is simply, there's no place for it. It seems ridiculous. Again, I, I try to connect with truth so much that the fact that I have a particular hairstyle, I have a particular uh, uh, background, a particular past, particular likes and dislikes, that's really unsubstantial. It's okay for what it's worth. It's not, I don't have to purposely try to uh, not think about, you know, I'm not going to think about my hair. It's just, it's not really a big deal. I'm focused again, again, that's to make it practical. I'm a teacher uh, and I've, uh, I've put in so much time into building relationships with each of my students, right? I care about them so much. I even love them, I would say. I, lo- I really care and love what, what I'm teaching about. Uh, I, maybe I teach history, maybe I teach math, right? I'm really invested in, in the success of, of my class. So now, I'm in the flow. I feel good. What am I going to start thinking about that? Uh, me and mine, my benefits, my uh, summer vacation, my salary, uh, my uh, uh, kind of story. No, I'm so f- I'm so here. I'm so present. I'm so connected that that all that ceases to count. So that's the kind of invisibility we're after. We're so again plugged into truth uh, uh, that that uh, uh, we cease to matter. Or, or not we, right? We're very much there. We're more there, we would say, than otherwise. But the vain, animalistic, lower parts of our personality and, and, and self just uh, they're relevant. They're non-factors. Hopefully. So, but, excuse me, the sort of invisibility that is not good is when we don't have that uh, coherent sense of self at all. We're not at all plugged in to to our reality. We don't have uh, a unified, uh, concentrated uh, kind of uh, self. Uh, We've never really, again, worked on ourselves. We don't really have a mind. We don't really have ideas. We haven't realized any ideas. We just have uh, the potential, hopefully a lot of it, but we haven't yet realized it. That's why a little kid, it cannot be, oh, be invisible of yourself, little baby, be invisible of yourself. A person that's uh, unfortunately mentally ill cannot, oh, just be invisible uh, of yourself. Forget about yourself. A person can't then forget about him or herself because that's the the, the whole point. That the, uh, There's such a disconnect from truth. There's such a disconnect. Well, we don't want to say that about the baby. The baby, there's different things, right? The baby hasn't yet become a self, hasn't yet become a person. For there's, So there's nobody there to, to become invisible. The kid, the hasn't had the intellectual and emotional growth uh, to to be able to connect with with truth in such a way that he or she will become invisible. It's a, uh, she's a kid and, and has a lot of growing to do. The mentally ill individual uh, is so uh, kind of contracted and narrowed down and separated from the rest of reality that he or she is constantly intimately aware uh, of themselves and of their uh, of their perceived or or perceived they become real right of their issues. Uh, for example, uh, I feel uh, maybe paranoia constantly. Uh, I feel uh, constantly suspicious. I feel constantly, uh, I swing from feeling super vain about myself to feeling super bad about myself. So constantly my uh, uh, and my individuality is in the way. So how do I then become invisible? First of all, I have to become healthy. Just like if my back really hurts, first of all, I have to fix my back before it goes away. Then I can choose to stop thinking about it. And hopefully I should, right? Oh, my back isn't hurting. My back isn't hurting. As gratitude, fine, but not as, as a matter of principle. All right, so again, we have aggravated problems. We have to fix them. But if we fix them, if we form ourselves a little bit, then our goal is, is to, to lose ourselves in what we do and lose ourselves in the truth to where we're no longer, uh, on purpose to lose ourselves, to, to where we're no longer 
aggravatingly visible uh, to, to our own self. And we would say that's the, the higher mode of being that we're shooting for. That's what we really truly want. And, and, the, and the self-consciousness of the negative sort is, is not... Uh, is it, not desirable. It's simply not, we think it, it occurs, but it's not really truly uh, what we want if, if we could choose. And that's the idea. And we would say also that maybe uh, it, it, there's a difference between subjectively thinking about oneself and objectively thinking about oneself too. So for instance, let's say that uh, a person is, um, you know, works really, really hard and, and accomplishes something objective worth. It can, a person can take pleasure and joy in, in, the, in his or her accomplishment, but it wouldn't then be because this person with this hairstyle and this these insecurities and these complexes accomplished something. Look at me, screw you, all, all, everybody who doubted me. That's the kind of self consciousness we're not after. Or the kind of conscious, uh, self consciousness we that, that would perhaps be placing and, and appropriate would be to say an individual that I, I call myself worked really hard and showed that that it's possible to to accomplish something. Great. I take pleasure in that as I would in considering anybody else. Right? Uh, it doesn't matter. I'm considering, let's say, I'm a sculpt, sculptor. I sculpted something amazing. And yeah, I experienced it. And it's a, it's a source of gratitude. It's a source of healthy pride that I did it. And I would also, I feel that a similar uh, gratitude and pride that somebody carved that David, the sculpture. Somebody carved the great Greek sculptures. And, I, and now I've contributed to that. I feel great. It, it's, it's a great feeling. Right? On the other hand, again, the negative consciousness, would, or self-consciousness would be, oh, but you did, uh, did you do something better? than me i can't believe it i'm gonna get them let me just uh, yada yada how much am i gonna earn for this yeah all this kind of stuff so hopefully we get the uh, gist of it here and we can continue to think about this topic of invisibility thank you for listening